Where am I? Marie. Hey there. I see you're awake. Yes. Hallelujah. I checked our machines pretty thoroughly, but all the systems are down in both. We won't be able to fix them by ourselves. Oh. Let's hope that somebody comes for us. Can I ask you something? Hmm? How did you ever end up becoming this Soma Pyrrhus? They probably implanted another personality in order to restore the five senses that I lost. Then the Superhuman Institute must have sent me to the military to serve as a super soldier to make sure that they wouldn't be closed down. How terrible for you. Yes. Hmm? But because of that, I could finally see what you looked like for the first time. And I knew it was you right away. I think it was the quantum brain waves. Yeah, well, here I am actually talking to you face to face. I can't believe it myself. Hey, now can I ask you something? What did you do after you got away from the lab? Hello and welcome to It's a Gundam Presents, Sunrise's Gilligan's Island. My name is Jeremy. <laughs> I'm the second personality, Dimitri Tift. I was kind of waiting for that to end, but I figured it was going to be a while. I have no idea why this killed the sack so hard. Yeah, I, I thought it was the obvious joke. It's not even a new joke. It's an old joke. I told. I said we had to go back last week. I made the lost reference and everything. I want to make up a uh, Gundam theme song for uh, Gundam Seed about having a three-hour battery life. Um. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know why that killed me so much. Like Jeremy said it, and I thought it was funny, and then it just kind of built on itself. I'm Zach. They've got the whole cast. Um, Dr. Moreno is the doctor, obviously. <laughs> Felt is Ginger, I guess. So Who's I, I, Gilligan? Uh, Tiaria. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was, it's actually Lichty. Lichty was Gilligan. Subaragi is, uh, man, I can't remember Gilligan's captain's name. Wasn't it just the captain? Uh, a show I watched a surprising amount of, but remember almost nothing about. Well, for me, it was MASH of those old, old shows. Don't I think veterans still watch MASH. When it comes on. Yeah. I think I've seen every episode of MASH. I don't think I have, like, an old show I watched. I've watched some Andy Griffith, but, like, I don't know that I could tell you more than Don Knotts is on it. There must be one. I watched a lot of Nick and Knight way back when. Uh, uh, Cosby Show. I watched a lot of Cosby Show. Okay. Nick and Knight is just friends. Early Cosby Show. Uh, like, I feel like they just had a bunch of it. Like, I couldn't tell you. That's fair. I have uh, been watching a bunch of retrospectives on the Cosby Show recently for some reason. I don't know why. But the tone shifted pretty dramatically after season six, so mostly why I was curious. All right. We talk about Gun to Devil Left. That's what we do here. Uh, and, we... and also old TV shows from the 40s through the 60s and 70s and 80s and 90s and modern rock. And we're here to talk about episode 32, Reunion and Separation, where they really liked that episode of Gundam Seed. Well, I mean, they really liked that episode. We went back to it like six times. Yeah, this is the first time they go went back to it. They go back to it. 
actually, this would have been after Code Geass goed back to it, I think. Yeah, I'm a little surprised we didn't do yeah. one of these for a Sunrise Island anthology. Oh, well, I, with this one, we intentionally didn't do it. Because Double O was on the to-do list. Okay, Even gotcha. then. And it would have been weird to watch an episode out of context of that. Plus, it's more Gundam. We didn't watch any Gundam for that. We just watched Gundam adjacencies. That's a good point. And also, it's been like four weeks since we did one of these, because Tyler was crippled, so. Back in my youth. Uh, I don't remember how to do it. Uh, there are four fuckboys. They have Gundams. New and improved Gundams. Their mom passed out, so Caddy Modican was like, ah, that can't be my rival. These tactics are awful. And Ian was like, Saji, shoot your girlfriend. You don't know it's her. It's dramatic irony. Now shoot. And then he shoot fails. Shoot her! I'm sorry, throw that whole scene. I just heard the guy from Jurassic Park. I'm just thinking Ian being like, yes, let the hate flow through you. Yeah, who else is in this show? Louise, she's Saji's ex-girlfriend. She met Soma. And she's so- about to be shot. Yeah, Soma uh, has quantum brain waves and is sad about it because she's on Team Mass Murder and she hates that. Also, her cool dad, Sergei, who is not on Team Mass Murder. Her cool almost dad. Yeah. We've she- been calling her, him her cool dad, but it turns out that's not official yet. Yeah, she doesn't want, she's like, ah, oh, you can't be my dad. I do mass murders and you just support them. Uh, don't worry, that's all going to change. He- he's not her dad on paper, but he's her dad. That's fair, yeah. Oh, and Mr. Bushido is here. Last episode ended in the middle of a, fu- a fight. Maybe we should talk about that. Where Mr. Bushido's like, nobody help me fight Setsuna. Ugh. And, and Louise and is like, hey, like, look, there's an opening to attack their mothership. I'm a murder that boy. And, and that boy was like, oh, no, I guess I have to shoot her. To and protect so much Alleluia through the Gundam chest. Yeah. And Tiaria and Lockon were there. And they're like, we're in this battle. Lockon's like, I'm in serious mode. And they're like, we don't have rivals. My accuracy what do we went do? up to 87%. We just gotta like fight the grunts. That doesn't seem right. Alleluia feels like he sucks in the new, the new half, right? Which is weird because also he's like just much more balanced as a person. Well, it's because his murder half was actually the half with all the piloting talent. He did suffer brain damage canonically, so. And I guess also like the few times he's actually gone head to head with people, it's been Soma who he's trying not to kill. Also, she is also a super soldier, so. Yeah, she, I mean, he kind of, well, he was. He lost his super soldier half. His uh, quantum brain waves have collapsed into just a single state. He now has brainwave. Yep. <laughs> Newtonian brainwave. <laughs> yeah, anything else? Anything I forgot? Anything big? There's Catheron. Yeah, Catheron, Catheron, however you want to say them. Saji betrayed them, and by betrayed, I mean told Soma's not dad where they were, and some eavesdropping asshole told them some, they, oh, we forgot the a-holes! <laughs> oh, yeah, and their leader, Ribbons Allmark. Well, and his assists like, revive revival and bring uh, and Reggie Regina. Oh, we find out about her this episode. Regina Regetta. Him. him. Well, I, I, should pre- I should respect Regina's pronouns. Well, I don't think they've been stated in any of the episodes I've seen so far. So I think Thierry refers to it as him. Thierry is like, oh, no, our hair is the same color. That can only mean one thing. Well, they also wear That's the same the glasses. <laughs> oh, no, we both have terrible near vision. Do you think Tira wears contacts when he's piloting a gun? We had this conversation before. Okay. (laughs) So we're going to watch episode 32, Reunion and Separation. You can watch along on Crunchyroll if you like, or the ancient DVDs, or the slightly less ancient Blu-rays. This starts with Ian being like, shoot them, like Zach said. And Saji being like, oh, but if I do that, I'll become like you guys, and all my moralizing will be for nothing. Never mind the fact that I came in here with and grabbed a gun console. To be fair, he was very Genki about it, and now he's realizing, oh no, bitch, being a shonen protagonist isn't all shonen and willpower. 
Sometimes you gotta murder a dude. I mean, I feel like that's willpower. And what if that's my ex-girlfriend? I would never forgive myself. And certainly, it's somebody's ex-girlfriend, and they'll never forgive me. As his ex-girlfriend tries to shoot him. And then Saji has a great shonen moment of willpower, and doesn't pull the trigger. Well, he's about to, as the uh, Ptolemaeus ducks off to one side and launches missiles at her. I do really like the shot of one of them getting lodged in... Is that in the head? Is that what we're calling these? No, no, she's got a jinx. It's a jinx. Okay. It gets lodged in the jinx's shoulder, and it, like, blows off the entire arm. It's pretty cool. And fortunately for Saji's future romantic prospect... His uh, romantic rival is here to save her? (laughs) His ex-girlfriend is saved by his new romantic rival that he doesn't know exists. To be fair, Luis does not seem into Sergei at all. Louise doesn't seem into anything at all besides murdering celestial beings. According to Soma's quantum brainwaves, she's still very emo about Saji. I'll say this isn't this Andre. Yeah. No, you're right. This is Andre. Yeah, I Sergei's not here. Parents so he, are their children. Andre is far less cool as compared to Sergei. Oh, Louise yeah. would be way into Sergei. Uh, say if, if uh, I mean, I'm way into Sergei, so... <laughs> Is Sergei is the bear of the West. Actually, was that his name? I don't know. He is the like the great bear of Russia or something like that. Yeah, so Andre's like, I don't know, the kind of the mangy wolf of Russia. He's the little cub of Russia. And Andre's like, hey, Luis, get out of here. We don't want to be shot by your ex-boyfriend. And Ian's like, you couldn't fire back. Well, I guess I should have expected this. Why We're, didn't you expect this? Why didn't Ian just take the gun controls? <laughs> I'm so confused. Well, he wanted to test this shonen boy, Swill Power. That was more important to him than survival. He, he had to see what Saji would do. Now, he just had enough faith in Lasse at the controls that he wouldn't let them get killed. You see, Saji actually has better stats for shooting this weapon, so Ian was like, I should assist you. That was, gives us the better chance. They just, like, looked at each other's character sheets before they walked into the room. Yeah. I was going to say there's got to be a show that has stats for this, or a uh, tabletopism that has stats for this, but I don't think anyone wants to play it. For what? For Gundam series. I mean, there's Mechton Mech Zeta. Zeta, there's Lancer, <laughs> there's the official Mechton Zeta, gun, the official Mobile Suit Gundam Mechton Zeta rules only available in Japanese. There's Cthulhu Tech. There's Cthulhu Tech. There's Savage Cthulhu Tech, because the Cthulhu Tech rules suck. So they're like, we're just going to steal Savage World. Well, somebody, somebody else oh, translated okay, Cthulhu Tech into Savage Worlds. I have fond memory of Savage Worlds. I said memory on purpose. <laughs> So we get back from the opening, and Mr. Bushido and Setsuna are doing a duel. And Mr. Bushido's like, "Ah, oh, you're going easy on me? Don't insult me, boy. I'm your shonen rival now. And then he just cuts through one of Setsuna's swords, and Setsuna's like, Damn, I don't have nearly as many spares on this model. Uh, anyway, it's the scene from the after credits last time. And Ali is like, Soma, we should, like, date or something. And she's like, No, I need to murder you. That's my job. <laughs> and Setsuna's like, Mr. Bushido, we should, like, date or something. <laughs> well, Setsuna's like, I'm a Transam now, even though Ian told me not to. Soma takes off one of Alleluia's arms, and he's just like, hey, Marie, cut that out. Whereas Setsuna pulls the afterimage technique on Mr. Bushido, and Mr. Bushido's like, I am so into this weeb shit. Give me more. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't go very well for him. Well, it goes briefly well for him. Setsuna does the thing where he gets behind Mr. Bushido and takes off Mr. Bushido's arm. And he, Mr. Bushido's like, nice moves, kid. Very good job. And Alleluia's like, I'm taking this one with me. Hug attack, go. And Soma's like, what is this guy doing? Besides exploding on me. He's pulling a chonsu. And then they fall on the nearby island. 
while Setsuna chases the one-armed Mr. Bushido. And he's like, I have to save this series from you. I can do it right now. You cannot <laughs> be in the rest of it. And then the plot explodes. <laughs> the Trans Am fails and his engines die. Fortunately, they designed the double lot so that it floats. Yeah, I was definitely expecting it to just sink. And Mr. Bushido's like, ah, oh, I see. His suit is not in the proper condition. This is no honor in winning like this. I shall leave. Meanwhile, is this Andre? No, this like, is the captain. This okay. is Barack Zenin. Who's like, well, there may be no honor in it, but we should murder that guy that Mr. Bushido because was trying to murder. Because he's got a brain? But Tiaria and Lockon show up to just <laughs> murk this guy's wingman. <laughs> that one guy just gets absolutely blasted. I do like the the Cherudium's, like rifle where it's got the machine guns mounted above it and then it's got the big rifle. Also, this is the one joke I had in my notes that I was proud of. Is it becomes the uh, Gundam H2 double O. So uh, Sumeragi gets on her hospital phone. He's like, what the fuck? These are the worst tactics ever. <laughs> Fall back. I now see why you guys brought me back. You guys suck at this. Fire some smoke or something. Your crappy tactics literally pulled me out of a coma. <laughs> I sensed the shittiness of your tactics and it was bad enough to wake me up. Do you think Sumeragi would be good at Civ? No, she doesn't have the patience for it. <laughs> she gets Fair. too drunk. She's really good at Civ drinking games, though. So Caddy Monikin is like, they completely changed their tactics by using some smoke. <laughs> Which is any tactics. Well, I mean, it, it, it's true. They changed their tactics. Their tactics prior to launching smoke were just everybody go after them and gank whoever you can get your hands on. So she's like, we should also do a retreat. And Felt's like, I can't find the Arios. Alleluia is God. And Setsuna and Tiari are like, we have character development about that and they're sad. And Lockon's like, who's Alleluia? <laughs> and Sumeragi's like, that's my favorite kid. We have to find him. Everybody, go out and search. I have staggered here from the med bay. He's her only drinking buddy. It's very important. And so she's like, okay, after you drag Setsuna's ass out of the water, send everybody else out to find him. So Zenin goes, Mr. Bushido, that was unacceptable, even for you. And he's like, nah, nah, I'm not <laughs> listening. I can't hear you. Neener, neener, neener. God, I hate Mr. Bushido. Also, Lieutenant Pierce ahead is missing, and Luis is like, that's the only other girl on the team, though. <laughs> Without her here, it's a total sausage fest. She was briefly nice to me, because she said something about quantum brainwaves. I don't really understand what that meant. And Cotty's like, oh no, how am I going to tell her dad about this? I was responsible for his daughter, and I lost her. Cut to Catheron, who have gotten away in their truck. They're like a moving van truck, where they've packed Marina Ismael and the kids into the back. Yeah, they, they have they, they have to ride in the, in the bed. Their luggage. Is this basically everyone who survived the attack is on this one truck? No, I think there are a few trucks. I also think there are a few trucks, but I think it is single-digit trucks of people. Cut the Alleluia who wakes up and is like, hey, where's my ex-girlfriend who I brought here? Oh, there she is in her mobile well, suit. Well, I mean, as we already know about this island, women tend to just pass out randomly on this island. To be so... fair, he was also passed out. He just unpassed out first. Well, that, that we also know. We saw that in Buddy Complex. It's yeah. just a function of this island. It's also nighttime on the island now. So he opens up the cockpit, and Soma's like, my murder senses are tingling, and she immediately starts kung fuing at Alleluia. I like, like how he tries to block her with his helmet. And anyway, she gets atop him, ready to strike, but then she starts having the debilitating flashbacks again. Every time he calls her name, or every time he calls her Mary... And then she remembers being a quadriplegic. With no sight. And succumbs to the island's influence and passes out. 
But before she does, she says his name. And it's like, hallelujah. And he's like, you remember me? And she's like, no, you told me your name. (laughs) And he yells her name a few times. Including her full name. Gundam 00's favorite thing to do. Yes. Cut to Sergei Smirnov, who is like, I'm gonna go look for my daughter and you can't stop me. I got this, Jinx. It's in much better colors than the A-Laws ones. And then we also see that uh, a couple other people from the A-Laws, including Louise, are also looking for her. She remembers that time that Soma was nice to her once. The one time they talked. The one time she was confused about what the hell quantum brain waves were. And she's like, damn, the Gundam's taking away everyone who's nice to me. I mean, not really. But they, uh, th- their mission gets canceled. And Major Rint is like, the regular people can do the rescue mission. We have to go after Celestial Being. Which actually makes sense when they have a whole bunch yeah, of yeah. regular people. But he is portrayed as being an asshole it, here. It does make some sense to do that. I mean, on the one hand, though, like, I can definitely see why Kadi would be upset about this. Because they are leaving looking for their person up to somebody else. But it's her dad. I mean, yeah, it is her dad, but... Kati definitely does have the uh, appearance that she cares about her people because they are her people. Lock-On and Tiaria are also looking. And Sumeragi's like, remember not to fight any assholes while you're looking. And Tiaria's like, I know how search and rescue works. I'm not that big of a dick. This then we strike ca- me as a terrible uh, tactical decision for the Ptolemy, though. Because they're literally sorting their entire fighting force. Because currently the du- the Arios is missing, which is why they're looking, and the Dublot's broken. Yeah, which means they're more or less defenseless. We then cut to Ian and be like, I told you not to use the Transam! I mean, you didn't break it too bad, but still. And uh, so it was like, well, if you'd insult a Hemi, I wouldn't have to use a Transam. And so he's like, can you fix it fast? And Sachi's like, I'll help. And Setsun is like, are you sure, Kasaji Crossroad? You hate Gundams, like a lot of people here. And he's like, hey, I'm just going to help you until Catheron gets away, because I feel responsible. It's an easy enough way for him to deflect his uh, assisting them. And then they, Tiaria and Lock-On fly into a cloud, and Tiaria notes, it's raining. Thanks. Then we don't get an eye catch about it. Well, hi there. Hello. I didn't see you come in. You caught me in the middle of watching Gundam, specifically episode 7 of season 2 of Gundam 00. Why don't you join me for a bit? We get to see Marie put away her Yadokari. If you don't get that reference, go read Six Wakes. It's a good book. Anyway, now that I'm done with whatever that was, um, this is the mid-spot where I plug stuff. I don't really have anything to plug, but a bonus thing went up on the Patreon recently where I make a bunch of bad puns about James Bond. So if you want to hear that, that's fun. Other than that, hey, happy basically end of May, everyone. If you're listening to this contemporaneously, which, hey, I think most of you are, unless we get super popular in the future, which would be weird. We're doing a game day this upcoming Sunday, the 29th, where we're playing Terraria, which will be the first time for, I think, a lot of the podcast crew. But I think me and, me and Kevin have got done it before. I think that's it. So, anywho, if you're interested, hop by. That's it. That's my plug. Okay, let, let's get back to the episode. I was going to say, if I ever do a dub, I just want to really replace that with that one uh, guy from Family Guy going, It's going to rain! Cut to a flashback where it's pouring, and Mari is in her box, be like, Hallelujah, I know that name. And then she wakes up in the real world, in a nice sleeping bag. With the... <laughs> complimentary head injury bandage wrapped around her head. It came with the tent. Where did, okay, who's, whose kit do you think this tent is part of? 
I mean, Soma would definitely have one. That little might have one, too. It doesn't really would, matter a lot. It just seems like a weird thing to have. No, I would believe this is actually part of the Gundam's emergency kit, because it would make more sense to me that Alleluia was able to get to his own emergency kit, not necessarily know where hers is. That makes sense. Also, they have, uh, our, we've established that the Celestial Bean has uh, highly advanced tent knology. So, Alleluia comes in through the tent door, because he's not Hero Yui. Yeah. And this is actually also a really nice tent. It is, yeah. It's like so it's got to be a celestial tent. being tent, not a military tent. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, this is definitely not military spec. And he's like, hey, you're all right. And she's like, yes, hallelujah. And Ellie is like, yep, our machines are war for two. There's no way we can call anyone. We're just going to have to have sex until we're, we get rescued. We're just going to have to wait until the night is over because that's how this island works. You get one night or lang- or uh, time of ambiguous nature. Well, you get one uh, character conflict resolution. I'm just imagining rolling for that in fate. <laughs> Why can't I get off this goddamn island? So Alley's like, well, since we have time to talk, can I ask you something? How did you end up becoming Soma Pierce? That's a, like, a very odd question. And she's like, is that a philosophical question? Like, what is Soma Pierce? Anyway, they probably... We're all Soma Pierce. They probably implanted another personality, you know, like, they got a, a syringe and just Stuck it in my head, and like, all right, there's the Soma personality. I feel like it is implied that's what they did with Alleluia, and that was the surgery we saw before, and that's how you do a quantum brainwaves by having another personality injected into you. I guess that would make some amount of sense. It's just weird that it worked in two different ways because it apparently overwrote Marie. Soma apparently overwrote Marie, whereas Hallelujah was a separate personality. It, it kind of implies that. Hallelujah didn't even really come into play until way after that surgery happened. Take if Soma was the dominant personality, I think Hallelujah was actually the dominant personality they installed, and Hallelujah was the original. He was originally a psychopathic murder hobo. That makes a degree of sense, yeah. Anyway, that gave me my senses back, all five of them that I didn't have before, because that's how personalities work. Just ask Daredevil. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just have to get a new personality to restore your hearing, taste, smell. Louise just needs a new personality, and then her arm can grow back. <laughs> oh, no, that's the medicine that they were talking about. When Saji asked about regrowing her hand, that was actually what he meant. Is That's what you have to do in the, in the setting, is you just add a new personality, and that'll restore all physical defects. Yeah, so... It then- cures impotence, spots... Gotta be careful about chicken pox, though, because then if you implant a new personality, that new personality can then get chicken pox. So, uh, should be Luis and Ruiz, right? <laughs> so, anyway, then they must have sent me to the military to be a super soldier, I guess, so they wouldn't be closed down. But then they were closed down. How ironic. Because after they sent so- me to Sergey. After Hallelujah blew the building up. Yeah. I assume they had more than one building. That's why Sergey had to go after them. And Hallelujah was like, sounds like that sucks. But she's like, yes, on the other hand, I get to see you now, and you're cute. You're definitely my type. I knew it was you right away also, because of my quantum brainwaves. Also, I have a thing for voices exactly like yours for some reason. So, Ollie's like, I never thought I'd actually be talking to you like this either. And she's like, hey, can I also ask you something? What did you do after you escaped the Superhuman Institute? And he's like, well, I had a tragic backstory. Well, I shot a lot of people. Anyway, me and my friends did a coup, and I wanted to take you with me, but we couldn't because you were a woman in a glass box, and we were little children, so we could not carry you. Despite all her rage, she's still just a Marie in the cage. But it's a good thing we didn't, because we ran out of food, and I had to murder all of those people. 
Do we think the murdering was actually necessary? How did he get rescued in the first place? Do we, do we ever find that out? No, this is all we get on Eloise's backstory. I assume they were out of food. I assume it was maybe not totally necessary, but mostly necessary. He said out of food and air, and I'm like, you're going to run out of air before you run out of food, most likely. Depends on how good their filtration system is. And That's depends fair. on how good their rationing is. I, I'm just imagining a hyper-anxious Alleluia as a 10-year-old. I don't, how old is he even? I don't know. Just being like, I need all the air. Time for murder. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he outsources murder to his other personality. Anyway, Marie's like, yeah, I always knew there was another personality inside you, and that guy was kind of a dick. And Tolly's like, yeah, but he and I are the same person, so... It was all my fault, too. So I'm assuming that he was picked up by a celestial being. Yeah, like, Beta that, was... that is the only thing that makes sense to me. Me, too. He's like, that's why I decided to become a Gundammeister, to try to make up for that time I murdered all my friends. And the only thing super soldiers know how to do is to fight. Anyway, Maria, do you uh, maybe not have the memories of Soma Pierce and not remember all the murders I did? And she's like, ooh, sorry, buddy. I have all <laughs> her personality and all of her memories. So so I guess when he when she hit her head, the Soma personality went to sleep yeah. and is just napping this entire time. I wish Soma and Marie worked more like Hallelujah and Hallelujah. They're just different enough to bother me. It would make a lot more sense, at least. I, I feel like this has the problem of it's kind of like, Here's this problem, here's this character conflict, and we're going to resolve it immediately. So they actually do, you just can't tell because her eyes change from gray to gray. Just like some Soma in the background, like, Soma's really sad right now, and suddenly her boyfriend's here. I can believe she'd be like, yeah, you drive for a while, I didn't even know you were here. <laughs> oh, but I would like to see some of that. I'm so confused about all of this here, you, Marie, take the wheel. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, so I guess you know all those murders I did of all of our friends. And by friends, I mean the people that probably weren't at the Institute anymore. But anyway, I murdered them all, and I can never be forgiven for that. And she's like, it's the same for me. I murdered you. And by you, I mean hallelujah. I I'm just you as bad. Before. Anyway, we can still totally be together. It's fine. I'm over you murdering everybody. And also, you have this hallelujah-shaped scar on your head. And uh, he retaliates with, no, Soma did that to me. And it's like, dude, you've literally been saying the same thing. Like, he's me. And that's what she comes back with, is Soma's me, so it was the same thing. I mean, in his position, in a different point of my life, I would have said the exact same thing. So, I get it. And she's like, well, anyway, this is awkward, but I guess we agree, so. Anyway, I want to make out. Then Sergei shows up. And Hallelujah's like, all I wanted in life was to save you, and now I got it, and I don't know. Do you want to meet my mom? <laughs> you know, it was, sa- it was save Soma, dot, 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 dot. I was expecting this to be a season-long plot arc. <laughs> I accomplished it really fast, actually. Also, I have no prospects to offer you. I mean, I got a Gundam, but I can't really give that to you. It's also a little broken right now. And she's like, it's fine. I'm just happy that you're here. And I finally got to actually meet you and, like, see you and stuff and not just brainwaves at you. Brainwaves aren't sexy at all. And you gave my meaning life. You gave my meaning life, and you gave my life meaning when you, you were the first person. You brought my to- meaning to life. <laughs> and now I can look at you, and you're a cute fuck boy, and I can speak at you with you, and I can touch you. It's great. <laughs> anyway, hallelujah. That means thanks, God. It's also your name. Remember when I did that to you? And hey, look, someone <laughs> has found them. Yeah. So the spotlight shows up on their tent, and there's a jinx. And Soma's like, hey, that's my dad's. And by Soma, I guess I mean Marie. He's like, well, you, I guess you can meet my dad before I meet your mom. 
So she's out there, and Colonel starts running towards it, and Alleluia's like, is that somebody you know? And Sergei's like, hey, I remember that voice. It's that nice boy who saved that space station with me that one time. Anyway, Sergei proceeds to do what every guy does, or fears on the first date, meeting the parents, and pulls, pulls a gun. gun. <laughs> He's like, move away from the lieutenant, celestial being boy. Cut to Klaus and Catheron meeting up with another cell, and be like, hey, enemy got the third branch, and this cell leader's like, well, at least you didn't all die. And, uh, guess it sucks, because Azedistan is gone, causing uh, Marina Ismail to push her way through and be like, what? They took my country away? I like that this guy recognizes her on sight, also. Yeah. He's like, what the hell is the princess of Azedistan doing here? I mean, I guess it's good she didn't get boat murdered when they blew up Azedistan, but... Anyway, the Federation is using this as a precedent to dismantle all the nations that disagree with them, and they're reorganizing the Middle East. This isn't politically problematic at all. And by that, I mean we need to try to fight them, but I don't know what we're going to do. And Azedistan no longer exists. If we're going to beat them, we need more gun. And Marina's like, oh no, I'm not even a princess anymore. I'm just space. How am I supposed to set up my own beast school? Don't I have a brother who's a badass that's supposed to (laughs) do something about now? I thought I was supposed to reform a country, not have it taken away out from underneath me. Uh, No, she's the reverse Rowena Peacecraft, so she's an interesting character. Oh, I swear to God, if she and Setsuna are siblings. (laughs) So we cut back to Sergei, who's like, so you're saying her personality was overwritten. That's a bit far-fetched. It means my daughter's not a real person, so I'm not super fond of that. But then Marie is like, yeah, right now I'm not Soma Pierce. It's complicated. I also am Soma Pierce, but right now I'm not. This is a very weird, interesting problem. Sorry, Dad. I, I'd explain, but then I'd have to explain quantum brainwaves, so. And I'm not entirely sure even I understand exactly what's going on. Sergey is at least accepting of his daughter's new identity. And is like, ah, oh, I'm glad you got a real name. And those superhuman assholes were even more assholes than I thought. So that sucks. And Alleluia steps in front and is like, hey, like, she's a nice person. I won't hand her over to you because she'd never kill anyone. Except me, I guess. <laughs> War, huh? What is it good for? Anyway, if she goes back to the a-holes, they'll be a-holes to her and make her do some super soldiering. And Sergei's like, yeah, but you're like super terrorist number one. You'll probably make her do some terrorism. And she'll definitely have to fight with you. Alleluia's like, nah, I promise you she won't, dad. And he's like, yeah, nice try. I am not I'm, believing you. I will not believe a terrorist. And Elliot's like, please believe me. As uh, Sergei cocks the hammer. And he's like, hey, because of you assholes, I lost a lot of subordinates and comrades, and I can't just forget that. And specifically, Hallelujah killed an awful lot of his people because he was primarily fighting him. And Maria's like, don't shoot him, Dad. And, and Hallelujah's like, please shoot me, Dad. But in return, let me take Murray, and so she will never be involved in fighting again. No, she doesn't get a say in this. Only us, the men in her life, can decide whether (laughs) she's allowed to fight or not. And he's just like, I don't care if he shoots me, as long as Maria's fine. So please shoot me, Dad. He's like, your wish has been granted. And Maria's like, get down, Mr. President, boyfriend. But luckily, Sergei shot in the air because he realizes the drama of the situation and that his daughter was probably going to jump in front of her boyfriend <laughs> and he didn't want to shoot her. She does get so shocked by this that she falls down, though. I assume she just jumped in front of it and was not considering how she was going to land. Well, she was expecting to be shot midway through that action. I, I was really ex- 
hoping we could get some of Sorge's internal monologue where it's just like, goddamn teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, this is why I stopped coming home. <laughs> I was hoping Soma would get up and be like, that was way too dramatic. But anyway, Dad, he's right. <laughs> Have Marie go back and be like, hey, Soma, can you drive for a couple minutes? <laughs> oh, that would be great if they were constantly, like, actually handing off control instead I, of like hallelujah and hallelujah we're always seizing control that is the story i want um unfortunately soma's knocked out right now she's too high on the perfect drug no no one i, I feel like i'm almost there and i was like my brain didn't do it though soma it's, it's yeah it's brave new world okay so. oh yeah i knew soma was a drug but i couldn't remember if it was real or fictional yeah no it's it's fictional also a pretty okay video game Anyway, Sergei's like, a moment ago, Soma Pierce died an honorable death in combat, and I will now return to base to inform my superiors of her fate. I guess I'm going to take her mobile suit, too, as proof, because we're going to have that next episode. I don't think he takes it with her or with him. I assume he comes to salvage it, though. They, they I think they it. come pick it up. Yeah, because yeah. doesn't Luis ask for it? Yes. yes. And as Sergei's walking away, Marie's like, Colonel, I want to thank you for everything you did for me. Like, I really did want to be your daughter. <laughs> Although, first... uh. Sergei thanks Hallelujah uh, for saving all the people on the space station. Yeah. Which I think is the only reason he allowed this to happen. He's like, yeah, he's probably a good kid. And then Marie's like, hey, thanks for only having me fight Gundams and not like real humans and doing mass murders. Because I realized that uh, that sucked. And Sergei's like, yeah, the Soma I knew would never be self-aware enough to talk to me like that. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, she's also yelling at me. Do not tell him I wanted to be his daughter. Do not tell him. Do not tell him. And being very Sundari about him. And so I think you should know she really wanted to be your daughter. She is protesting so much that she wants to tell you this. And at this point, Soma actually died of embarrassment. <laughs> And Sergei's like, oh, man, just hearing that's enough for me. My daughter's so much better than my son, and she was never even actually my daughter. And then Soma runs over and gives Sergei a hug. Which he does not re re uh, immediately respond to, but eventually he figures it out. I, I feel like he's just like, I'm. Th this is, I don't know how to respond to physical intimacy like this. He's like, anyway, have a happy life with him. And so she salutes him and is like, hey, thanks. I think we should have an insert song about this. I was going to say, is this not the ending theme for the episode? No. Okay. This is the insert song for the second half of Gundam 00. Fair. I like this song pretty well, though, so. It's fine. It's fine. It just feels like this conflict is resolved way too quickly. Well, it's mostly Sergei's really got to get to bed. It's been a long day. <laughs> no, so. I just meant this whole Soma thing. It's set up and then more or less immediately resolved. I think it's a consequence of the split season that they wanted this to happen about two-thirds of the way through the series, which is about where we are. But, like, it feels like we're just starting this conflict because we just reset it up. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, it's been going on for eight episodes. That's not super fast. But it hasn't been a focus on any of them, really. It's true. Like, this is Arguably the, first, this the one is where is broken out. This is kind of the first episode there's been a, a focus on this particular conflict. And it's just, like, immediately wrapped up. It's just like, oh, yeah, I am Marie Parfacy. Oh, wait, you are right. How are the super soldiers different from the, I forget their name. Innovators? Thank you, yes. That's kind of got into, but not a lot. Okay. My version would be like the super soldiers are older technology, basically. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering if they were both bioengineered in kind of the same way. It's kind of implied that they are. Okay. Mostly because my real question is, does she lose her telepathy at this point? No, but she also still has Soma in there, whereas Hallelujah is dead. Yeah, Hallelujah is gone. She is still a super soldier. Okay. 
anyway, she starts crying because her dad left and she's never going to get to be her daughter. So Alleluia goes up and hugs her and is like, hey, thanks for giving somebody like me a reason to live. And she's like, that's kind of a lot to put on me right now. It's been kind of a day. And then, of course, the sun comes up and we know what that means. That means somebody looking for him will find him. And so Lachon manages to find them. Well, he gets help because an enemy is approaching them. But it's Sergei who puts his hands up and starts sending him coordinates via Morse code. Well, and he picks up the signal for the uh, for the areas. Well, I assume that was information that Sergei sent. I also assume so. I do like how when they pass each other, Lachon does like keep his eye on him. He's like watching him as he goes by. It's also dramatically just as the storm is breaking and dawn is coming. So Lockon flies right over Alleluia and Soma as they are just making out. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? He's got a girlfriend? <laughs> I, I, I go to all this work and he's just here making out with some girl? Well, well good for done. him, I guess. I do like how the last line of that is, way to go. <laughs> I really said that wasn't the Haro saying it. <laughs> <laughs> Haro's rubbing off on new Lockon. So that's the end of the episode, but as established, we have after credit scenes, and this one's kind of important. Not really, it's more just that if you don't see this after credit scene, the next episode starts here, and you're like, what? Huh? Who? So we cut to the Ptolemaeus, where they're like, hey, we got a message from Lockon, and he found Mr. Haptism. And Saji and Setsu are like, oh man, what a relief. And Saji's like, hey, even you smile sometimes. And he's like, yeah, when I got a reason to be happy. And <laughs> is like, dude, I'm not a block of wood. I have emotions. I'm stoic. We cut to the bridge where mom's like, oh, what a relief. My drinking buddy is still alive. <laughs> and then <laughs> Melana has an amazing, oh man, it looks like he's with his girlfriend. Make it out. <laughs> he's got the last day to everybody else to be like, what the hell? He's got a girlfriend? My, my favorite reaction is Sumeragi's by far. So. It felt like, how did that happen? And Sumeragi's like, what is going on here? I did not teach that boy to be making out when he's making this all panic. Then we cut to some cliff sides where Tiaria has gotten out of his Gundam because Alleluia is found. Yeah, like, I don't know why he got, why would he have gotten out of his Gundam? Maybe he's learned to appreciate the aesthetic beauty of a cliffside in the last couple years and just wanted to, like, take in the sunrise. I don't know. But he's approached by Ribbon's purple-haired personal assistant. Also Tiaria. <laughs> and Tiaria's like, how did you know I, was, I would be here? And, she, and they're like, because we're two of a kind. And he's like, why do you look vaguely like me? And they're like, it's because we have the exact same DNA. Zero, eight, nine, eight, eight. And Thierry is like, that's not how DNA works. <laughs> and she's like, but I'm an innovator, Regina Regetta. I have the least <laughs> dumb name of us so far. <laughs> you think that's better than uh, Ribbon's Allmark? Uh, yeah, I was going to say Ribbon's Allmark isn't a terrible name, honestly. Okay. I mean, it's... Definitely better than Revive Revival. Oh, well, everything's better than Revive <laughs> Revival, Zach. <laughs> what about Clearance Creedwater Revival? So better than Revive... Hey, did you ever see Revive Revival play guitar? No. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> I don't know. There are things I like about this episode, but I agree with Zach. It feels too fast, and I don't think it's because it's actually too soon. I think it's, like I said, a consequence of the time skip thing they put in here. I think they are done having Soma as Alleluia's enemy. Let's be honest, it was pretty boring. And so I like that we're moving on from that. But it is just like, ah, I passed out and now I'm a good guy. There's not even really any of the like moral conflict. There's a little bit of it to create the flip here. Even Alleluia's like, oh man, I'm super worried she'll know I murdered all her friends. 
And he's like, sorry, I murdered all her friends. And she's like, it's fine. I murdered half of you. We're, we're, so we're basically even. even. Hey, well, half of him is a lot more. Look, I, I really want to make out with you, though. So it's fine. You're really hot. Yeah. Anything you want to say about it, Tyler? I actually think that one of the reasons that this feels kind of dissatisfying is the inconsistency in how the personalities are treated between Alleluia and Soma slash Marie. Yeah, if, like, Marie really wanted this and Soma was, like, willing to go along with it but wanted to be with the colonel or something, if there was no... I agree. I wish we that Soma didn't just fade into the background here. Yeah, I would love to just see a slim, like, internal monologue as they're, like, conferring with each other. Yeah, that's or what we need. Or like, like, a reason, like, her mentioning that Soma's unconscious right now. But I think, I still agree with Tyler. What we need is the five minutes where Soma and Marie realize they both exist and have to come to terms with that. Yeah. Even if they do so much faster than Hallelujah and Hallelujah. Well, yeah, because Hallelujah hated Hallelujah, and it doesn't seem like Soma and Marie have a reason to, like, be at odds the same way. So here's my question for both of you guys. What scene would you cut from this episode in order to include that? I would cut down on the fight at the beginning or put it, I would put that at the end of last episode. I would actually cut from last episode and have that end with Alleluia and Marie falling on the island and the Trans Am being broken and put that all in there. And also, even easier answer, we cut out the montage of Soma and Sergei we didn't even talk about on this episode. Yeah, because we just talked over it instead. Okay. I agree with that. My thought was uh, the end credit scene of last episode can just if you're going to replay it here, because it's basically shot for shot, cut it out of one side or the other, and you can fit in that time frame. Yeah. Do you have a high point, Tyler? I'm going to go with Soma telling Marie not to tell Sergey <laughs> that she wanted to be her daughter or his daughter, um, and then Marie doing it anyway. I mean, granted, we are kind of oh, yeah, head no, cannoning sure. that, but I'm willing to agree with you. No, I just like that scene because it's like probably the closest we're going to get to closure for Sergey. so... I'm going to have to go with uh, the end credits or after credit scene of like, he's with his girlfriend and everybody being so surprised. I'm going to go with Sergey thanking Alleluia for the help on the space station. That really goes the like extra bit to explain Sergey trusting his daughter with this person. Even after he said like, why would I believe a terrorist and all that? Yeah. It's also a pretty decent callback to like really early last season. Yeah. Tyler, do you have a low point? I actually have a much harder time with this, because I feel like there are several... I don't know, come back to me. Zach, yeah. I mean, obviously, the one that I would probably use is the fact that this is resolved so cleanly and quickly. Like, it almost feels like the Soma Marie Alleluia issue is resolved mostly because they wanted to just check the box and move on. And... Like, I don't love that, but also I don't hate it. I think kind of like Jeremy said for the narrative convenience of like, it wasn't a great plot beat in the first place, so it's kind of fine to just move on from it. This is more of a meta going forward problem as much as a problem of this episode, but it's that Soma Pierce just disappears. That's really the low point to me, that we don't get any of her dealing with this or talking to Marie. She's not a viewpoint for us at all. Tyler? None of this is terrible to me. It's mostly that the high points weren't very high. I guess I'm just going to go with Mr. Mr. Bushido's (laughs) whole thing. Uh, Specifically him being like, I don't have to answer that question because I have the license. And then just... I can hear you. Uh, Yeah, it's bad. Do we have MVPs? Obviously not Mr. Bushido. Tyler? 
Um, I'm going to say it's Sergey for raising his daughter well. Yeah. Zach? Sergey. Yeah, I think it has to be Sergey. Sh- that's maybe the biggest problem with the episode. Sergey gets a huge moment, don't get me wrong, but Alleluia and Soma should be in contention, right? And they're not at all. Yeah, I was going to say Soma like, I mean, slash it, Marie. Like, M- Milena is like my backup for it. Looks like he's with his girlfriend. It, it should be this, like, big emotional moment for the two to connect here. Like, even if he took some time to have, like, Alleluia out of the tent walking around and use that time for Marie and Soma to have a conversation, like, that would be better. But I, I don't know. It feels like there's a lot of missed opportunities here. I will say that one thing I do like that we kind of speed by is there's no, like, will they, won't they with Alleluia and Mary. They are just making out immediately because they want to make out. And we're not pretending there's romantic tension there. I do appreciate that. Yeah, honestly, I didn't even see it as a particularly romantic thing Uh, like it was obviously drawn that way but it was mostly like you know these are the two friends that these people pretty much only ever had their entire lives yeah and they're and now they're old enough to touch lips exactly yeah (laughs) any other final thoughts on this episode i like it fine it's perfectly serviceable yeah i think it's the weakest of the ones we've had so far in the second half and like it's not terrible i think like jeremy said it's just it's fine it's really good for sergey but it should be just as good for alleluia and soma and it's not all right then it's a gundam will return in twistedness of innocence girlfriend how'd that happen what the heck does that boy think he's doing 